Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Testimony time! The testimony that I am going to read to you today is quite exciting, you know, and I think you, um, think you'll be excited to hear it. Are you ready? Okay. So listen carefully. As when I read this testimony, I was really blessed. Okay. Hi, Bishop. I have so much to thank you for. Please. Can you read my message out on Sunday during service for me? I actually want everyone to know that listening to you and to God is the best thing that they can do. Thank you for your advice. My life has changed for the better after getting the job I've been praying for. I also want to thank you for the financial advice. Thank you for your help in making my future career choice in charity fundraising and getting paid to visit lots of places to promote the charity I've chosen. Thank you for making service on a Sunday afternoon the greatest. Thank you for making the stress I've been under go away. Thank you. Wow, so many thank yous. Thank you for teaching me to make my future choices under God's guidance and showing me how to live life the right way. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Let's welcome Pastor Ben. Thank you for clapping. Amen. Well, indeed, going on from that testimony, once again, it's testimony time. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome my sister, Haggai. Hi guys. Hi, my name is Haggai. Hi, and I'm part of Dancing Stars. Um, so my t- testimony is actually based on Matthew 6:33. So in the month of April, obviously you know as uni students we have coursework, and um, at that same month, <laughs> at that same month, Bishop Dag was coming around for camp. So we had a group coursework, and my group mates were saying that, oh, we have to meet up, we have to discuss whatever we have to do. But I told them that for that three days, I'm not going to come, because I've got a camp to go to. But I will email you all my part of my assignment. They were actually arguing with me and were saying that, no, why are you going to church? Why have you put church before this coursework? But I told them that, look, I'm going to go. 
So I went for calm. I enjoyed the calm. I received my blessing. It was powerful. And we came back. So moving on to third year, we also had another group work. But beforehand, our group members decided to move on. Do you understand? Because it's not easy to find group members to work with. So we moved on. And I went to a seminar class. And in that class, a girl approached me and said, um, excuse me, have you got a group um, work to be, I mean, group members? And I told her that I'm already sorted out, it's fine. And I went to the library to revise. But as I was revising, I received a text, a long text from these group members. And they said that we are deciding to kick you out because <laughs> we're deciding to kick you out because we think that you're not committed because you put church, church, everyday church, church. Then I just replied and I said that it's fine. It was nice working with you guys. And I texted the other girl. That girl is called Louisa. Not Louisa here, but <laughs> she's called um, Louisa. And I messaged her. And she said, yeah, do come. And in that same group, I was with Samantha. So I invited her to be in the group as I, I was. sorry. And we submitted our work beforehand. So this very Monday, our results came. And the lecturer was given a group feedback. And he said that only a few people got a first, and a lot of people had two two. So I took my um, iPad and I was I went to the Excel sheet and I was comparing the fig figures to see whether they were similar. And when I was leaving the lecture hall, the lecturer looked at me and said, "Hagai, do not worry, you've passed." And so I went to one of the rooms because it's obviously exams is coming, so you need to revise. I went to one of the rooms. I just went to check online to look at my result, and I found out that I got a first in my. <laughs> <laughs> I got at first in my, in my coursework and they, the, one of the old group members the ones that kicked me out they messaged me and asked me what did you get Haggai and I said I got at first and I said what did you get oh we had two two and <laughs> and I was there I was actually I was actually praising God I'm, and I was just glorifying God and this is an encouragement to everyone here, especially at students. We always give excuses that we've got exams. Because of exams, I'm not going to come to church. I have to go to the library. But I'm telling you that if you put God first, every single thing shall be added unto you. And if you trust in Lord, he shall direct your ways. Thank you very much. Wow. And you are the next person to get a first. Amen. 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 It's powerful. It's working. Amen. Well, the part is not over yet. Clap your hands because you're about to hear some beautiful music. Tell your neighbor we're about to hear some beautiful music. Not beautiful, not beautiful, 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 beautiful. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister Marcella.
I just want to talk to you about heaven when we finish here our lives are history I just want to talk about how it's going to be Jesus you and me in eternity the winner takes the crown those who run the race those who trust in him those who do his will I just want to talk about the crowns we call away when we finish here and we get up there, I just want to share about the crown of righteousness he gives to everyone who looks for his return. The winner takes it all, those who Walk the streets of God in glory, victory. So will you overcome all the tested trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and waste? I just want to share. The crown of righteousness He gives to everyone Who looks for His return I want to give my all Strive to wear that blessed crown It is a great reward From our Lord and King The winner takes it all those who overcome, who walk the streets of God in glory, victory. So will you overcome all the tests and trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and That beautiful mansion, a mansion built for you by your Lord and King. You must wear your crown, overcome temptation, and you will wear a crown, a crown forevermore. The winner it all those who overcome who walk the streets of God in glory victory so will you overcome all the tests and trials will you lay aside 
Jesus came and spoke to them. Power is given all to me in heaven and in all of the earth. Oh, go and teach everyone, teach all nations. That's my command. Oh, baptize in the name. Of the Father and the name of the Son and the name of the Holy Ghost. Oh, and I will lead you on, says the Lord. I'll be your presence I can't go if I'm going without Jesus I can't sing if I'm singing without Jesus Lord I need your holy presence let your presence go with me yes my presence will surely go with you. Oh, I will lead you on, says the Lord. My presence, my presence is all you need. I can't go if I'm going Without Jesus, I can't go. If I'm going without Jesus, I can't sing. If I'm singing without Oh, 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 I can't go 
Amen. Did you like that song? I told you it was beautiful. I told you. Well, something supernatural is coming your way. You are about to have the first love experience. Are you ready for the first love experience? Then I want you to stand to your feet, clap your hands, and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. One. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we want to bless your precious name. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for another Sunday in your presence, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together and thank you for this great opportunity to be alive and believing in our year of greatness, Lord. Thank you for the grace of greatness that you are giving to us and that you are multiplying over our lives, Lord. As we hear your word again, Lord, increase your blessings of greatness on us, Lord. May we indeed and truly be great and do great works, Lord. Thank you for your blessing and thank you for this great opportunity to be in church today. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name. And the saints of God said, Amen. amen. Say it better, amen. amen. God bless you and take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you in church today? Fantastic. So, we want to hear the word of God quickly. Are you happy to hear the word of God? Yes. You're very happy? Yes. You sure? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've been sharing on greatness through shepherding. Is it a good message? How many of you believe that you'd be great? Only 17 people? All right. Okay, you all believe that you'd be great. That shall be your testimony. Amen. You shall become great. Amen. You shall become significant. Amen. You'll be unique. And you'll be famous. Amen. How many of you want to be famous? 
Those who want to be famous, receive the fame. May God give you fame. May God give you recognition and significance. So you are not sure when you are ready, ask God. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be important, receive the grace of importance. So if you are not sure when you are ready, pray about it. You shall be important. Amen. Everywhere you go, you shall be important. Amen. The Bible says you be the head and not the tail. The head is an important person. So those of you lifted up your hand, receive importance. Those of you who didn't, when you are ready, ask the Father in the name of Jesus and it shall be given unto you. And if you want to be great, receive greatness. Hallelujah. But you are blessed. It's a blessing to see all of you. So I want to continue sharing on Greatness through shepherding. Hallelujah. In the Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15, the Bible says that, and I will give you pastors or shepherds according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. One of the important things that every Christian should have is a shepherd that is a pastor. Amongst other things. You know, there, there are a lot of things that you have in your life, isn't it? I mean, if you take a, a lady, there are a lot of things about her, but her hair is very important to her, isn't it? The hair is one of the important things. Her hair, and then what else is important to a lady? Her skin, her face, her skin. Whether she has spots or she hasn't got spots, whether her face is smooth, it's not smooth. I mean, she, 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 that, that's, why, that's why the scripture says, give me Ephesians chapter 5. Give me Ephesians chapter 5. And um, try and help me from around verse 20. Giving thanks, therefore, okay, verse 21. Submitting yourselves, verse 22. Wives, okay, 23. Husband, verse 24. Therefore, verse 25. <laughs> then he says that husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle. You will never have spots and wrinkles. <laughs> so next time when you see a lady fussing over spots, even, even God doesn't want spots. Doesn't want a spotted church. A church that has spots and wrinkles. You will not have wrinkles. <laughs> are you there so you will see that there are a lot of things about everybody but there are some things that are quite key your hair the texture of your skin the smoothness of your skin 
whether they are sports, no sports, you know, it's like you are quite particular. And then for some reason too, they don't like putting on weight. That one, I don't know. I've never, I've never understood it. I just, when you put on just buy bigger clothes, no one would even notice, but I don't know. For some reason, they don't like it and they keep wearing the previous size. And that rather emphasizes the chaos. So I don't understand. I mean, that, but that's, that's my, that's my uh, whatever, that's my thinking. I just think, when you see it, just go up. No one will notice. You'll be, you'll be the only one when you're having your shower that you see that things are different. But otherwise, no one else will see it. You see it. But when you struggle with it, then everybody sees it and we wonder whether there's a problem. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying to you that there are some important things. And in the Christianity, there are also important things. Important things. Like a lady will talk about her hair. She'll talk about her sports. You know, she wants to put different things on her face. You see their face. I don't know what there has been on it this morning before they are coming out. Some of them have put clay. Some of them have put mud. Some of them what? Toothpaste. Toothpaste or pick. Toothpaste on the spots. Wow. Toothpaste. Uh, so what, what's that? They put cucumber uh, on their eyes. What, what does it do? For the, for the bugs to rehydrate your eyes. I mean, different things that they do. Different things. I mean, that they do for themselves. I mean, because it is, it is important. Don't tell them it's not important. It is important. It's important that you be presented to himself, a glorious church, without spot. On your wedding day, there shall be no spots. (laughs) Your pictures will be beautiful. You will not even need makeup. There will be no spots. Anyway, I'm preaching. You think I'm not preaching, but I'm preaching. So, in the church as well, there are some things that become important that makes you, that helps you to to do well. It, It helps you, it forces you to do well. I don't know anyone who has detached himself, a Christian, you know, a Christian, who detaches himself from, if you like, fellowship. That is regular fellowship. Someone who has irregular fellowship. And then irregularly regular fellowship. Who does well? They don't, they don't do well. In, in, um, in your coursework, whatever you are studying, in, in, in lectures and things, you can, you, can, you, can, you can be irregular in attending lectures and you can do well. You can do well. I mean, when I was in school, I knew a lot of several guys who were not, they were not around. They were not around and no one ever asked them. But if I, one, of, one of them actually got first class, he was hardly ever there. 
when we finish when we finish lectures and we're having discussions and things and he comes around, he can answer every question for us. But you should tell that he was somewhere studying. Yeah, don't think that he was sleeping. He wasn't asleep. So it can it can work out, you know, in that world that you don't attend lectures, but you seem to be doing well. I mean that's you don't attend lectures, but you are doing something profitable. Because people do attend lectures, but they are under someone's duvet. Whilst he is sitting whilst he is sitting behind his desk and he's studying. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's a that's that's a different that's a different head. You understand? I mean it's a head that works the certain way. You're at school, you are in some guys duvet and then he's studying. And then he tells he tells her he'll catch some sleep. Then he, he's doing his work and then you are sleeping. And you have things to do. Then when you finish you tell us that your uni has messed you up. If I was bold, I would have said, you fool. But I'm not, I'm not bold, so I can say it. Yes. <laughs> but fellowship is important for your Christian development. And regular fellowship is important. As soon as you start taking breaks in fellowship. Fellowship is church. Going for church meetings. When you start, you start taking breaks. You start growing cold. You start growing cold. You start growing cold. Before you realize you are, you've lost the fire. You've lost everything. If you're not careful, you don't even believe again. You give us, you give us reasons why you don't believe, and reasons why you know something can't work. You say, you you'll start telling us reasons. No, I've been to church. I've done this. You know, these things I've heard them before. It's because you've grown cold. You've grown cold. Anything, anything that you start taking yourself out of, you start losing interest in it. And you'll find reasons why it is not worth pursuing. So, in church life, regular fellowship is very important. Then also, another important thing, which is what we're talking about, as I'm talking to you about greatness through shepherding. Another important, very important thing is having a shepherd having a shepherd, which is, which is God's way. And all these things are God's ways. It's not, it's, not, it's not my clever idea. It's God's way of bringing us up and God's way of helping us to develop. And um, you know, if, if you ask me, if you ask me, two or three things that are very important in my Christian life after salvation, that is tops. You can't compare anything with it would be God. Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't, we can't even compare anything with it. My foundation is believing in God. That's, but growing up now and developing, what are the important things in my, in my life? What, what are the things that are very, very important to me? I mean, the thing that I can leave everybody, everybody on the face of this earth, I will, I will abandon you for it. Anybody, no matter who you are, no matter who you are, no matter who, no matter, do you understand? No matter who you are, yes, I will abandon you for it. It will be, it will be 
the word of God. Do you understand? Do you understand? The word of God. And then, having a pastor in my life, having the shepherd, you can't separate me from my shepherd. You can't. You dare not. There will be a problem. Why will there be a problem? Because you don't know what he means to me. You don't know what the Bible has taught me about that person. What I've learned from the Bible. So you, you can't. It will be very difficult for you to. I mean, I don't want to say impossible. It will be very difficult. I, I must have called you Satan twice or thrice. Before I'll even give you a, a, a grant you audience. When you try to separate me from my shepherd. Or from the way, or to do something that the Bible doesn't teach. My foundation is the Bible. It's the Bible. No matter how I'm feeling, no matter what is going on, my foundation is what does the scripture say? What does the scripture say? What does the word of God say? It's not, it's not what, what do I feel like or what do I even dream about? Some people, their foundations are dreams. My foundation is the Bible. What does the word of God say? What does the word of God say? I think, even when I'm, I'm coming to preach, I, one of the things I think about all the time is, what does the Bible say about this topic? What is the Bible saying about it? I need to know, I want to know, what the, I want to know more things that the Bible says about, about that particular topic. So by the time I finish preaching, I, I'll realize that half of the verses I could have used, I haven't used it. But I have a lot of verses for what I'm saying. Plenty verses. By the time I'm done and I finish, I've not even used even half, even three quarters of the verses I know on that subject. I have not applied it. Are you there? So, the word of God is very important. And the word of God teaches, you know, I'm telling in my life, one of the significant persons in my life is my pastor. And my relationship with my pastor has actually changed my life. If you ask me, how did, I, how did I become who I am today? I'll point at my pastor. I'll point at my pastor. I'll tell you that. Take my pastor out of my life. I'll be a different person. I'll be a totally different person. Remember, foundation is God. His word. And then from there, we are here on earth. So God gives you things and people. And God gives you, I'm always in church. I can count since I got born again in October 1985. I'm sure I can count the number of times I've not been in church. I can count it for you. And give you the reason why. I wasn't there. I've always been in church. Always. Every Sunday I'll find a church. I'll find a church and be in the church. Because fellowship is is one of the important key things. In your development as a Christian. And as a believer. So, my pastor has made a difference. My pastor has made a difference. Since I met my pastor, the closer, the closer I get to my pastor, the closer I get to him, the more I talk to him, the more I become different. One day, one day I was talking to, I was talking to him, and I said something, which was true, which was true. What I said was true, but his response was such an eye opener because I was talking to someone who. Is very important. And the person didn't know something that I thought that person should know. I was telling my pastor, can you, can you believe that this person 
said this, that he didn't know this. So I had to explain it to this very important big person. Do you understand big? You shall be big. Amen. And he said to me, you know it. This thing that this person doesn't know. You know it. And you find him so odd because you talk to me more than he does. That is why you know it. And I thought, and I said to myself, it's true. How else, how else would I have developed this way of thinking if I didn't have a strong, continuous, regular, frequent communication with my pastor? Because when he's speaking, he speaks, he speaks to me in script, in the word of, he uses the word of God. If he calls me right now, within, within five minutes is too long. Within three minutes, he would have quoted a verse and start explaining the verse. He would have, I'm telling you, he would have. He would have. So with that interaction alone, my mind has been put on a certain course. And therefore, my Christianity is different. So what am I saying? What I'm saying here is that God said, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. When you have a shepherd, when you have a pastor, this person is in my life. Unless he's not a pastor. Unless he's something else. Unless he's not a pastor, he's something else. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> Next week, you leave your cup at home, okay? He, he, he will feed you with knowledge. He'll give you knowledge. Knowledge. He'll give you knowledge. And understanding. And I explain, we talk about this. Do you remember when we talk about this? We talk about, about this one. This, this one of the uh, main keys that the shepherd gives to you. Knowledge and understanding. That's Dea and Sakal. Knowledge. You, you, you know more. Was it like that I showed you that Jesus wept over two things? One of them was the death of Lazarus. The other one was that the people did not know that the level of ignorance was amazing. But they didn't know. They didn't know. He said, if thou had known the things that belong to your peace. I mean, if you, if, if only you, it's like, if only you would know the things that would make a difference to your life. And he wept. It's sad when people are ignorant, you know. People don't know some things. It's quite, it's quite painful. When you know what is good for someone and the person doesn't know what is good for him, it's quite painful. That's why sometimes parents come across as though they are very strict. And then when you are when you are in your teenage years, you feel they don't like you. How many of you have felt that way before? And then how many of you, as you've grown up, you've realized that, no, they really liked you. Yeah. And sometimes, by the time you discover they really like you, they are nowhere to be, to be found. They're in a the coffin rotting somewhere. You wish you could go back to them and tell them that, you know, Daddy, I really like you, but it's, 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 it's too late. They react that way because they weep. And they think, if only this person knew the things that belong to his peace. 
the things that will give you a peaceful life and a blessed life. I never support people who go against their parents. I never support them. If you ever, if you ever think you are coming to meet with me because you want to go against your father or your mother, don't bother. Don't bother. I'll vote for your parents any day. Except if they say you should deny Christ. That's the only time you'll get a vote from me against them. Apart from that, mommy, daddy, be careful. Mm. Be very, very careful. So, today I want to start from, I think I should start my message today. So, I want to start from Psalm, Psalm 23. Okay, yeah. Greatness through shepherding. You shall become great through shepherding. Every time you come to it, you experience there and Sakal. You're experiencing it. I have to jump to today's because if I go to, into yesterday, last week's message as well, if I go into a man in Chalak, there'll be problems, isn't it? So I should jump into today's message and then we run. Are you ready to run? Yes. He said that the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. This is a, this is a, this, we all know this song, isn't it? It's a beautiful song that David sang. The Lord is my shepherd. It's like saying that the Lord is my pastor. It's like I have it's like, it's like I have a pastor in my life. And then he begins to list the effects of having a shepherd in your life. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's like, it's like when you have a shepherd, when you relate, you relate with the Lord on, on pastoral lines. Pastoral lines. Because when you start relating with the pastoral lines, you discover that he will give you pastors. He'll give you relate with him on, on money lines. He said he will give you money. When you relate with him on wife lines, he said he'll give you a wife. He will. He'll give you a wife. He'll give you a husband. We shall have several weddings in this church. Several. And you'll be one of them. You'll be one of the weddings I'll officiate. Oh, I will officiate your wedding. I will. It will be a beautiful wedding. Amen. And you will live happily ever after. Amen. Did you hear the end of the film stars? Yes. Happily ever after. That is your portion in your, in your marriage. Yes. Happily ever after. There will always be laughter in your house. Amen. Crackling laughter. Do you know crackling laughter? Crackling laughter. Crackling laughter. Anytime your doorbell goes, you, you'll be laughing. When you open the door, you have to, to sign for the delivery so that the person goes away quickly. You can continue your laughter. There shall be laughter in your house. Laughter. Joy. Joy you've never seen before. Your marriage will be better than your parents' marriage. Far better. Far better than the marriage of your parents far better. How many of you want it to be better? It shall be better. Those of you who are not sure too, when you become sure, ask the Lord in the name of Jesus. So, um, what was I telling you? Pastoral lines. You discover that you shall not want you shall not want. Amen. Then verse 2. Then he said, He maketh me lie down in green pastures. You shall lie down in green pastures. Amen. 
it means that your life shall settle down in good places. In good places. You get a good job. You live in a good place. You have a good profession. Everything about you shall be green. It means everything about you will be attractive. Have you seen a green lawn before? Yes. And have you seen a desert before? Yes. <laughs> you shall lie down in green pastures. It shall be well with you. Amen. But that's not my message. He leadeth me beside the still waters. In other words, there will be no trouble in your life. Still waters. The waters of your life will not be disturbed. It will be quiet. Quiet waters. Quiet waters. Quiet waters. Amen. May your portion be quiet waters. Amen. Quiet waters. Have you seen the Pacific Ocean? And have you seen the Atlantic Ocean? There's a country. Which country is it that has the Pacific on one side and I think it's Panama. I think it's Panama. You see, so you can see the two. You can see the two. You see Atlantic on one side and the Pacific on one side. You see, the Atlantic is very boisterous. Then you see the Pacific. That's why it's called Pacific, pacified. Very calm. You see, very calm. Like, like, very calm. Very calm, like a phlegmatic. Yeah. So, still waters means pacified waters. The waters have been settled. Do you understand settle me? It means sort me out so that I'll stop disturbing your life. Everything shall be settled. And there shall be peace in your life. Peace. Settled waters. Still waters. May you have that as your portion. Then verse 3. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. You see some of you, you remember your background. You have been healed from your background. You see, when, when you experience the power of a shepherd. The shepherding power and anointing. You see that you don't, you don't discount yourself. You don't think of yourself as someone who used to be a certain way and is now like this. No, 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 no. You, when you think of yourself, you think of yourself as God sees you. As God wants you to be. Your soul is restored. You even forget that you used to be a certain way. Used to be a You shall forget your evil past. You will preach with boldness. You will preach with, you will minister to people with boldness. Then he leadeth me the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, and thy rod and staff comfort me, verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Then this is what I've been looking for today. Thou anointest my head with oil. Thou anointest my head with oil. One of the one of the key experiences when you have a shepherd that makes you which makes you great is your experience of the anointing. The shepherd, one of his duties is to rub your head. He said he rubs where your head with oil. He rubs you with oil. Oil like this. He rubs the sheep. It's like, if I'm the pastor, these are my sheep. I wrap this one with oil. 
wrap this on with oil. I have to run this on with oil. I have to wrap this on with oil. Wrap it with oil. See, this one needs extra oil, so I have to wrap it more. It's like have oil, have more oil. Like this. Then I wrap this on with oil. So this one also needs extra. The sisters, they need extra oil, so I have to give them extra. Like that. Then I wrap this on with oil. Oil, rubbing him with oil. Said this one. Said, give me a bucket. <laughs> rub him with oil. I have to give him oil. Rub him. I have to rub him. Rub him. Rub him. Wash his face with oil. Hold. Rub him. I said this one. I to rub him with oil. Like that. Oil. All the sisters need extra. Give them extra oil. Oil. Like that. I'm rubbing oil. This is my work. This is my work. Rubbing oil. If you are with a pastor, you'll be experiencing oil. He anointed my head with oil. If you have a pastor, look for oil to be wrapped on you. Oil. Look for oil. Don't, 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 don't be dumb and just be there. Don't just attend church and write notes and say, I've been to church on a Sunday. The psalmist who have experienced it, the Lord is my shepherd. Then he says that thou anointest my head with oil. It's one of the experiences or if you like the benefits of having the pastor around you is that oil comes upon your life. Oil, oil comes upon life. If I am anointed, if I am anointed and you ask me, you ask me, how did I become anointed? Where did I get it from? I only have one source I can point you to. It is my pastor. The things I can do the things I even have the boldness to do. It is what I have seen him do. And what he has said to me that do. That has given me that strength and ability. See, when you, when you are anointed, it means you have an ability. You may think you have it. But you see, some of the things, you see, you know about it, but you don't have the ability. So if when you separate yourself, you discover you can't do it. That's why many who separated have disappeared into obscurity. We can't find, we don't even know where they are. We don't even know anything about it because it's the, it's the association. Association that brings the oil to greatness. That makes you, that makes you do well. That makes you do well. You see, when, when, you are, when you are in a place, in a church, there are different abilities at work. Different, different manifestations. Some, some people like to call it the grace, the mandate, the commission, the assignment, the spirit. They have different ways, but it's still one thing. It's the anointing on the house, the anointing, the grace is done. It's like, what, what are the abilities? What can you do? What can be done? It's like, when you are here, what can be done? What is done? You will see that when you are in the place, before you, realize, before you realize something that has been lying dormant in your life has been stirred up. Which is, before you realize, you can preach. You didn't even know that you can preach. You didn't even know that you, didn't even know that you can be a pastor. The other day, where's, where's Pam? There, yes, yeah, stand up. She used to be somewhere. I went there once and I saw her. When I saw her, I noticed her. I just said, I know, I, I mean, I've seen this person. So I asked for her name. I saw that she's called Pam. Then I went there the second time. On the last day of that meeting, 
I said to her, I asked, I asked her pastor, which is one of our branches, not, uh, no, I couldn't do that as an allergy. It's one of our branches. So I asked the pastor, I said, will you give me this girl? I like, I like this girl. I want, I want to be, I want her to be in my church. I want to pastor her. I want her to be around. She said, he said, yes, with him, there's no problem, but we should ask her. So in the evening, she was walking past. Just as we finished the discussion, she was walking past, happily skipping to her room. It was like, it was like a proposal. Will, will, will it be accepted or not? So we walked to her and we said, Pam. We, did, we just didn't kneel down with a ring, but we walked to her and we asked her that, would you like to come? She was so touched. She said, why not? If Bishop wants me. Oh, I'll go. So, when she came, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, five, you people say what? Fast forward. Fast forward. She's there. She's there. She preaches. She has a church that she preaches to. She has a church that she preaches to. One day I'll show you her church and her members. I met, I met her pastor. Her pastor said, all the other people that she left in the other church, he said, when they see Pam, she said, everybody says that I can do something. Everybody says that I can do. I said, I said, I do. When they, when he's, I said, I don't understand what you are talking. He said, she said, because she was just there. She was just there. She was doing, she was, she was, was doing verses. When I quote a verse, she throws the verse on the, on the screen for me as I was preaching. She'll throw the verse. So it's like now she's not a verse thrower, but she's become a preacher. Wow. A preacher with members. Wow. But it was, the ability was lying there. Yeah. It was just lying. It was not, nobody was doing anything with it, but she's come into an atmosphere. You see, an atmosphere where it will be stirred up. And it will be used and it will be activated. You have to you have to do it. It has to be done. So here you are now. All the others, he said, all the others said, when they have meetings, everybody says that if Pam can do it, then I can do it. If Pam can do it, then I can do it. It's like, it's like she's become like a name. If Pam is doing that, I can do it. <laughs> but she wouldn't be doing it if she didn't interact with a certain type of pastor, it's the shepherd that has made her great. You shall be greater, my dear. Yes. Sit down. Your wedding day too will be there. But but finish school first, okay. (laughs) Thou anointest my head. You catch an anointing. When you have a shepherd, you catch up, you anoint, it's the ability, ability. A certain ability descends on you. Something that wasn't there before suddenly comes upon you before you are doing it. You are doing it. Don't just be there and write notes. There are anointings when a shepherd is present. When a pastor is present, there are anointings. There are anointings. Anointings are flowing in, they are floating in the air. Floating in the air, floating. That's why, that's why, uh, uh, what's his name? John said, I was in the spirit of the Lord's day. I was in the spirit. You can't be in the flesh and catch an anointing. You must be in a certain frame, a certain state. Because the, 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 the anointing is present. Sometimes the, sometimes the manifestation of it is stronger. Sometimes it's lighter. 
But there's, there's something. As you hover around, there's something. You can, you, can, you can decide to see other things. Some people, when they see the pastor, they, see they start dressing like the pastor. That's what they see. They see the pastor's shoes. The pastor's trousers. The pastor's shirt. The pastor's this. It's like, that's what they see. They don't see, they don't see the real thing that converts a soul and converts a life. That changes a life. They see other things. They see his car. They see his wife's shoes. You see different things. That's, that's unfortunate. Because there are more important things that you should see and you should catch when you are brought close. And when you, you see, bringing you close is like opening a gate for you or opening a door for you to see what is inside. What is inside? Have you been to a place where you want to see what is inside? What is inside? You see all the doors are shut. You see what is inside? What is in there? I want to see what is there. And then when the door is opened, instead of seeing the, the things that matter, you start looking at stains on the carpet. Meanwhile, there are other things you should have seen and that you can see. You shall become anointed. Yeah. You should become. He is listing his experience with his shepherd. He said, thou anointest my head. You anoint my head with oil. It is, it is your doing. It is your doing that an anointing has come upon me. It is because of you. It is because of you. My first point tonight, to today, in becoming anointed, which, which makes you great. Anointing makes you great. You wouldn't be here if I, if I wasn't anointed. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. No, you won't be here. You won't be here. You won't be here at all. It's a little uncomfortable to say that I'm anointed, but I have to say because Jesus said I'm anointed. So I realize I also have to say it. It's not, it's, not, it's not arrogant. You won't be here if I had not caught something. You see, your, your, your pastor, your shepherd, is like a tree that is planted in front of you with fruits. Anybody who likes and they want, you take a particular fruit of it and you chew. What you want, what you want, you connect to it. Twelve guys were following Jesus. Twelve guys. One became Satan. One of them became Satan. Twelve of them were there. Twelve of them had the chance to have the chance to have the testimony of Acts chapter 4 and verse 13. To have that testimony. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men and marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They said these people had been, it's like when they saw their operations, the healings, the teachings, the boldness, the strength, the power that was coming out of them. They said, where would they come from? Where did they get this from? Where did these uneducated guys get these things from? And they, they convinced themselves it is through the principle of 
association. Associating with the shepherd. Or associating with the anointed one. Anointing is always with somebody. Your association. You see, just being around. Just being around. That's, that's what I said from regular fellowship. You don't, you don't have to have tea with him. Or have dinner with him. Or have lunch with him all the time. If you get that chance, it's also a blessing. But relating. Relating, associating, and learning. And watching. And having keen interest. And being around. Alone. Makes you qualify to receive something. They took knowledge that they had been. This is the explanation of the power they have seen. That they had been with Jesus. They had been with Jesus. They had been with Jesus. Because they had been with Jesus. That is why they are doing what they are doing. That's not that you, you see someone from a particular church. Nobody knows where he comes from. He just from his, his way of acting. They'll say, ah, he's from First Love Church. He's from First Love Church. He's from this church. You can just say, from the way the person is behaving, what the person does, say, he's from this church. Because he has been, he has been, he has been, he has been there. He has been, they had been with a shepherd. They had been with a pastor. They had been around. So they took knowledge. They concluded, they, they concluded, said, no, what we are seeing, the anointing, the power, the boldness is from association. Wow. It's from association. Numbers chapter 11. Great. Are you there? Yeah. Greatness through shepherding. One of the components there is anointing. You will become anointed yeah. because you have a shepherd. There's there, there's Sakal, there's Aman, there's Chalak, and there is anointing. There is anointing. You shall be anointed. You'll be anointed because you have a shepherd. Because I have a shepherd, I've been anointed. I'm not just sharing theories with you. I can use this, this, one, this one of the subjects I can use myself as an example and tell you that, and tell you that what you see, if you can see anything, it's because of the pastor that I have. It's because of the pastor. It's a direct, I mean, direct, direct. There's, there's no breaks on the way. It's a direct channel to my pastor. What I do in the ministry, what I can do, what I have been able to do, it's a direct link to my pastor. Last year, he had been my pastor for 25 years. No, two years ago. When 17, isn't it? Yes, 2015 was my 25th anniversary of having him as my pastor. 25 years, not 25 months or 24 weeks. 20, for, 20, for 25 years, he has spoken to me, counseled me, talked to me, told me stop, told me continue, told me off, encouraged me. Appointed me. He appointed me as a shepherd. He was the first person to tell, to tell me what I can do. He said, you can, you can do this. He was the first to make me a shepherd. Make me a pastor. Ordained me into the ministry. Consecrated me as a bishop. He counseled me before marriage. He did my marriage counseling. He counseled me. Marriage counseling. He did my marriage counseling. And then he officiated my wedding. Yeah. It's been there. When I met him, I was in marriage. 
25 years. 25 continuous years. Continuous years for 25 years. He's been speaking to me. He speaks. He talks. He talks. He talks. He speaks into my life by being around him. Being around him and being with him. Thou anointest my head with oil. When you have a shepherd, what you should expect is expect anointing. Expect, don't expect failure again. Don't expect difficulty. Don't expect falling. Expect anointing. Expect anointing. Expect to do well. Look out for doing well. Don't expect, don't expect your depression to come. Don't expect your confusion to come. Expect anointing. Anointing that I have been anointed. I, it's like I suddenly I have I have an ability. You see, when you have an anointing, you have an ability. I can read it to you very quickly, very quickly. Luke chapter four. Then we'll come back to numbers eleven. Remind me that it's numbers eleven. Okay. Look four. Hey, what's the verse? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Eighteen. This is, this is this is Jesus speaking. He said, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me." And then he began to list the things that he can now do because he is anointed. None of them is depression and confusion and failure. He said, he has anointed me. So now I will preach the gospel to the poor. I will heal the brokenhearted, the disappointed, the depressed. The depressed shall be healed. So when you become anointed, depression is healed. Mental situations are healed. Low moods are healed. You shall be healed. You shall be healed. You shall recover. Amen. And then to preach deliverance to the captives. People who feel, who feel held into things, habits, different lifestyles they can't break out of. The anointing will make you break out of it. Amen. The anointing will make you break out. The anointing break, it breaks barriers and chains and prison doors. He said, I'll preach deliverance. Now I can say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I have been anointed. So now I can preach deliverance. I can declare deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. And to set a liberty to them that are bruised. Numbers 11. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's an ability that comes. Expect, expect a supernatural ability. Amen. I'm telling you, expect it. Amen. Expect it. Amen. Expect what you have not been able to do for 20 years. For 23 years, for 24 years, I don't know how old you are. For 28 years, expect things you've never been able to do. Expect that suddenly you can do it. Suddenly, because because he anointed my head with oil. He anointed my head with oil. He anointed my head with oil. This guy, too. Numbers 11. What's the verse? Try 16. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest, whom thou knowest, whom thou knowest. Do you know who you know? It is sometimes when you're in the church, you don't want to be known. It's to your disadvantage. You must be known. And try and be known by the main person. Try. Try and be known. Be, I mean, make yourself known. Look, I am, I am. The, the, the presiding bishop, the founder of First Love Church. I am known by him. He has my phone number. 
He called me not less than just perhaps about 24 hours ago. He knows my name. He calls me. He talks. I am known. I am not like someone who is just around. Someone who is just there. He is just there. No. I've, ne- I've never been someone who is just there. I am known. I am known. In my troubles, he will know of my troubles. The unknown, you see, in your t- you see, don't be disturbed by troubles. When you find yourself in the trouble, what you need is an anointing. You see, anointing gives you wisdom. That is how to solve that problem. It gives you understanding. That is why. Why? Why is it there? It gives you the reasons. So you can, you can find a way to wriggle out. In my troubles, when I speak to him, the anointing is manifested through words of wisdom, words of knowledge, words of understanding. By the time we are done with a discussion, I am I have been liberated like a captive that has been liberated. That's the anointing. Many of we only know anointing as we have fallen down on the ground. Anointing, wisdom, knowledge. Understanding, counsel, might, that is power. You know that, that thing that sometimes some of you say, I, I don't want to be a bother. It's counsel from Satan. He wants to keep you captive. So he tells you that don't tell him. Because he knows, he knows. He knows if you tell him, you will be given a word. You will be given a word. A word of wisdom, which is the manifestation. That is the introduction. That is the visibility. That is the appearance of the power of God. And that problem will dissolve. So you see, so you speak to someone, just one word the person says, then you are at at ease. You are relaxed. You are so disturbed. Just one word, then it's like, the person says to you, it's okay. It will be okay. It will be okay. Then you are relaxed. Then you are relaxed. Someone sent me a message. Said, I have to go and do some tests. I think I have this, this. I, said, I, said, I just said to the person, you don't have it. You don't have it. You should see how excited she was. And then the doctors insisted, go and do the test. If the test came, she didn't have anything. But she said, from that day, from that day that I was told, and you told me you don't have it. Till, till now, I'm like, I am at peace. I'm at peace. Things that give people sleepless nights. She said, I've been at peace. I've been at peace. Because there was a power that says that it is nothing and it shall be nothing. You will never die young. Numbers 11. Quickly. We have to end our service. Greatness through shepherding. We catch anointings through shepherding. We catch anointings. We, flow, we, swim, we swim in the anointing. We swim in the power of the Holy Spirit. Because we have a shepherd. Because we have a shepherd. Thou anointest my head with oil. Hey. When you have a shepherd, what are you looking for? You're looking for offering. You're looking for his car. Someone knew the Lord as a shepherd. He said the thing he was looking for was anointing. Say, you anoint my head. You, you shepherd. You, Mr. Shepherd, because you are in my life, I have anointing. Mm. 
you, Mr. Shepherd. So he said, give me a that are known. You shall be known. Amen. And officers over them. And bring them onto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with you. Not against you. With you. Never be against your pastor. Never be against your pastor. Never fight authority. You, you will miss something that is very critical. Don't fight authority. Don't criticize. Don't be irritated. Don't argue. Some of us, we like arguing. You argue with your mother. Argue with your father. Now even your pastor. You're arguing with your pastor. You don't know how to shut up. Yes, you don't know how to shut up. <laughs> you see, at a certain point, you, you have to let you... But you see, perhaps I don't blame. Maybe you've not had that experience before. You have to know when to shut up. You have to, at a point, you have to shut up. Because there is a power that is greater than you. Oh, yeah. It can, it can crush you into powder. All your quarrels with your mother, how did you end up? My goodness. Yes. And usually, usually you are empowered to quarrel more and fight more because of the evil you are doing that you don't want to be caught. Isn't it? When you see, you see, when you see a stubborn child, he's up to something, or she's up to something. You see, some of your mothers, the reason why they react, they react, because what you are doing, they've done it before. Sixteen, eighteen. Look at the amount of makeup on your face. She's done it before. There's a reason why you put that makeup on your face. There's a reason. It's not because of spots. What spot? When you storm out of the house with the, with the excess powder on your face, you think she doesn't understand where you are going? She understands. She did it 35 years ago. She did it 35 years ago. You've caught the same disease. She's only trying to save you from the disease she caught. I thought you were smart to have even asked her, where's your dad? I thought you were smart enough. Even if you can't ask, you have even thought of it. I thought they told you how pregnancy comes. So you should have known what she did with whoever that you've never seen since you were born. You've never seen that. I thought you were, you were clever enough. But you've, you've chosen the same road. The, I mean, you've chosen the same road. Soon you're going to provide another of your kind with no father. If you won't, it shall never be your story. I'm just explaining to you. I'm just explaining so that if you think a little bit, you will see that. Ah, why, is, why is mommy so flustered over me? Because what you are doing, she's done it. She did the same. She did the same. She did the same. By 19, when she comes, I saw she's wearing a mask. She did the same thing. With these new ones that have come, you see, they, they put some shiny things at the edge. I know you have the, the eye bogey thing. Put it at the corner of the eye. Then they are coming. Kind 
the best comparison I can make is that you are like you are like a black cup with the light on. That means that I'm empty. You can come. Have you seen the one I'm talking about? The one with the boat. They, they have something. I don't know that it has a name, but I realize that it's new. I see it on Facebook all the time. When they are happy, then they put it there. It's a black cap, black cap presentation. Anyway, verse seventeen. I'm giving, I'm giving you knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. Understanding means having a broader understanding. I'm giving you latitude. That word sakal is to give you latitude. Like what you've never thought of. A 19 year old, what you've never thought of. He said that, and I will come down and talk with thee. These are the known ones. The ones that are around. The ones that are around. The ones that are, known, the ones that are alive. Say, so I'll come down and talk with thee there. And then I will take of the spirit that is the anointing which is on you. And I will put it on them. Can you see how people become anointed? Can you see how people become anointed? Can you see how people become anointed? God takes the anointing on the shepherd. And he puts it on those who are, I call them those who are available. The available ones. Not the ninja sh- sheep. From today you will not be a ninja sheep. He puts it on them. So you see someone, some, that's when you become anointed, people are surprised. Because they don't respect you in your neighborhood. They don't respect from where you come. Even your own house, they don't have much respect. But suddenly, suddenly you start speaking wisdom. When they talk to you, when they talk to you, you see every member of the family, including your parents, they'll start asking you for your opinion. When they start asking you for your opinion, it's a sign that an anointing has come. Remember that day. Remember I told you. Remember I told you that your mom will ask you for advice. Your dad will ask you. Your brothers will start asking you, what do you think? It means that you have, you have become anointed. You have become anointed. When they start asking you. When they say, they say, okay, they say, okay, let's wait. Let's wait. When Lisa comes, we'll ask her what Lisa. We want Lisa's opinion. She may be called Lisa, but another name for her in the realm of the spirit is the anointed. So it's like when the anointed one comes, it will be settled. We just need that voice. It's not by age. It's not by age. It's not by qualification. You go first class. Nobody has asked you for your opinion. The last I heard of someone who had a first class, a mother called her a bimbo. So when, I went, when she finished telling me, then I went to ask someone, because I couldn't ask her, because it was not nice to ask her. So I went to ask somebody else, what's a bimbo? What does it mean? I went to ask someone, because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what it means to be a bimbo. It's a, fir- a first class person. First class, but no anointing. The mother said, she said, bimbo, airhead, airbag. Em- empty. <laughs> Empty, empty. This is a bimbo. I didn't know what it meant, so I went to ask. I had to go and ask. When I finished encouraging her, come for everything. When she left, I woke. Of course, I said, "What bimbo mean? <laughs> bimbo? What mean bimbo? Somebody say you bimbo. 
what mean bimbo? The person explained to me what bimbo means. The next time I saw her, I said, oh, she doesn't look like a bimbo. She doesn't. She doesn't. You shall be anointed. Every bimbo declaration is taken away. It doesn't come from first class or two one. It comes from shepherd. Thou anointest. Thou anointest. You see, soon they will be asking for your opinion. Even you, you would wonder. You see, that they don't feel like I'm so great. I'm very, very, very great. Remember, association. The key of association and being known. Not ninja ship. Being known. That's what God said. Those that you give me 70 people, you know. You know, people you know. No people who come around. People you know. And I will come down and I'll take out the spirit that is on you. And I'll put it on them. And they'll help you with the work. The work will become easier. The more anointed you become, especially especially those, those who are elders and pastors, take note. The more anointed you become, the easier it is to deal with you. That is, that is, when we sit in a meeting, we agree faster. When you are not anointed, it means you don't have the same mind. You will, you will argue till doomsday. It means your mind works differently. You're on a different wavelength. That's the, to the workers. The workers should know. When you become anointed, you have, you have quick understanding. It's one of the descriptions of Christ. You have quick understanding. Quick, quick. Anointing makes you quick understanding. Your understanding is alive and sharp. You don't need explanations. A lot of explanations and talking and arguments is a sign of daftness. You are daft. You are dull. You are slow. You are dead. You are dry. A lot of talking. When you become anointed, you say, this way, You'll be showing us the trees on the way. Say, yes, those that way, there are trees here, so we can turn right, and one of the trees there has this beautiful, you, you'll be encouraging the vision. You don't fight the vision, you encourage the vision. That means you've caught the spirit. The spirit has been passed on to you. But when there when they are, mark it when there are debates. Pastors and elders, this one is for you, not congregation, pastors and elders. When there are debates, mark it. When there are debates and arguments. My last point is that when you have a shepherd, you get that anointing. You get it. One, you get it through association. Two, you get it as he is speaking and teaching. John chapter 6. John 6, 63. Jesus said, it is a spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and life. You see, when, when it is unfortunate, that is, when it's unfortunate, that means, that means that when the words that are being spoken are not spirit and life, they are not, they don't come to you like anointing. You don't see the anointing. You don't experience the anointing through the words that have been spoken. Then he becomes, he, be, he becomes as though he's singing a song. He's singing a song. 
the voice, the voice, the voice of the anointed becomes like a song to you. It's like, do you know a song? You just dance with it before you've forgotten about it. It becomes like a song. It's like he's just sang, it's like some song, just something that, like some lullaby. Like some lullaby. It's like he becomes like someone who, who entertains. Who entertains. It's unfortunate when your pastor becomes like a celebrity. When you see him, hey, Bishop! Hey, Bishop! Hey, my Bishop! Ah, Bishop! Bishop! And there's nothing to it. Those things don't bring anointing. Doesn't change anybody's life. man is truly not impressed with those things. And many of those people also don't last. One day, I was in the Tesco and I got to the to the tail and I put my I just bought that particular thing. I've just bought a couple of things. So I just put it on the tail. Then there was a lady in front of me who was about to pay for her things. Then she turned around and she saw me. I didn't recognize her. I don't even know her. Till date, I, I don't even know her name. But when she turned around and she saw me, this was the expression. She did this. Her first her hands went back like this. I was watching as though it was in slow motion. <laughs> then it came gently as she was looking at me. She stopped paying. She stopped doing it. it came like this. Gosh. Then she said, do people like you also come here? Now, everybody around was looking at me. It's like, who is this who has come here? She said, gosh. But then it was coming off. She said, do people like you also come here? It's like, my God, I've seen somebody. Ah, oh, I said, if my wife was present, do you bring can bring marital problems? <laughs> so even if you see her, her eyes went glassy. She was looking at me. I mean, it's like, it's like down with the sales. It's like, be there. I've seen, I've seen somebody. Her hand never came off her heart. Gosh. Gosh. So when I got home that day, I said to my wife, you, I've been here with you all these years. Every time I walk in, you never say, gosh. Do you know what I've experienced today? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you know what I am? I've been going in and out of this house. I've never seen you in the middle of the night that you are up kneeling on the bed staring at me and saying, gosh, he's lying here. When I wake up, you'll just be there uh, fighting with me over duvet and the temperature in the room. You know when you're married, when you want cold air, your partner wants heat. When you want heat, they want cold. I don't know how it happens, but that's how it is. Someone said marriage is like a blanket. 
when you put it on, you feel hot. When you take it off, you feel cold. So I said to somebody once, they hold it up <laughs> and sleep. Gosh. But what I'm saying to you, these gushy members don't amount to anything. We don't see them again. We don't hear of them again. They don't become, they don't become, they, they don't become anything. Because that is not the real thing. The real thing is pay attention to what is being taught. What is being said. What is being said. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Maybe I shouldn't tell you, but I'll tell you. I value people by their level of obedience. Obedience is doing what I've told you to do. When I give you an instruction, will you do it or not? That's how I, that's how I determine someone's value. That is how I determine someone's value. You are valuable when, when I say do this, you do it. Did you go painting or is it style? It's a style, okay. Ezekiel chapter 2. <laughs> Ezekiel. No, your level of obedience determines how flowy you are and how yielded you are and the type of person that you are. Your level of obedience. And usually, most of the things are petty. They are not, I mean, they are not even serious yet. So if you can't obey on something as trivial as this, what would you do when you are now a minister? And we are pointing in a particular direction. That's, when, that's how rebels are made. That's how you become a rebel. Because you can't obey on this. Will you obey on other, other important things? You won't. Many of you at your age, the most important thing to you is a beloved, isn't it? Beloved. Bila, Bishop Bila. <laughs> My beloved is mine. And I am his. Which is fine. Which is fine. But that thing can make or break you. So that is why you need counsel. And then you see a lot of people stumble at that point. When you say, no, it's like a bishop. But I have feelings for him. I feel for him. I feel. I am feeling. I am feeling. When I see him, I feel gushy. You can't be on such a thing. I mean, I wonder what else we can do. I really wonder. Verse 2. Verse 1 says that, verse 1 says that, and he said unto me, son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. It's like, be alert, and I will speak to you. I will speak to you. Verse 2, and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. And the spirit entered into me. May the spirit enter into you. Sometimes you think, when we say, listen to podcast. This is a preaching. You think we say podcast because we want to make someone popular. No. We want you to become anointed. 
thou anointest my head with oil. A good shepherd will have podcasts so his sheep will be anointed with oil. His sheep, because he can't be there all the time to be talking to them. So when he's not there, he's speaking. He's speaking with a spirit and life. His spirit, his, his speaking, which contains spirit, will be entering so that they become anointed. They become anointed. It's not so that he'll be, he'll be famous and he'll be the one who voices his head in your ears every time. <laughs> Acts chapter 10. So you see, those who don't listen to me say, you see, they are very dry. When it gets to spiritual things, they are dry. They are dry. They are dry. And while Peter here speak these words, what fell? The rain. What fell? While he was speaking, what fell? What fell? The Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. While he yet speak, the Holy Ghost fell. How many times will you get someone to lay hands on you? It's not easy to get hands to be laid on you. It's not you don't easily get to have it. But you can hear. Thank God for technology. You can hear, you can listen. And whilst the speaking is going on, there is transference of anointing. There's a transference. There's a transfer. There's a transfer. There are people that you've never met before, but you can catch an anointing from them. I don't know when you will meet Bishop Dag. I don't know when you meet him. To even say hello. I don't know. When? I don't know. But he's always there on podcast. What he has is not for you to go and do. Bishop, I've always wanted to meet you. I'm so glad to be here today. I had a dream the other day that I had been told by my mother and my grandmother that I dreamt about you. No. Those things, it doesn't change anybody. It doesn't do anything for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't do anything. I mean, when you meet me at Russell Square Station, I mean, it's okay to say, hell, I mean, to be happy you've seen your, your, your pastor. But what I'm saying is that after that drama, <laughs> there is no anointing transfer. Nigerian brothers, when you meet me, you die. <laughs> You, have to, you don't get any anointing. It doesn't do anything. You perhaps can easily, easily even be the most rebellious. Between you dive, it doesn't do anything. Doesn't mean anything. I'll even feel like walking away. I wonder what, 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 what are you trying to do? What are you doing? I'm sure you see, look, I'm showing you the important things. The important things. The important thing. No diving, no diving and outward expressions. <laughs> I don't understand. Why are you laughing? Diving, being this. No. That's not that's not how to catch up. That's not how to become anointed. That's not how the shepherd, that's not how the anointing on the shepherd or the shepherd is transferred. It's transferred through association. And he's speaking as he's teaching. 
as he's teaching, as he's teaching, as he's teaching. Check your level of obedience. Check the things he has taught you. What fraction have you done? Check it. Check your heart. See. You shall be obedient. Amen. And you shall be anointed. Amen. You will never be dry. Amen. You'll be anointed. Amen. Anointed Brian. You see your name will be anointed Brian. People will be asking you. I told you, I gave you the cardinal sign. They'll be asking you for advice. They'll say, let's wait. Let's wait. When Brian comes, what they are really saying is that let's wait. When the anointed one comes, we will know what to do. 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 You'll be young and anointed. I say you'll be young and anointed. You'll be young and anointed. Young and anointed. Young, but you're very anointed. You don't need to be 71 before you become anointed. No. At this age, at this age, you'll become anointed. You'll be. Because there's a transference. 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 Of anointing. Take your seat and let me tell you that service is over. There you can stand. He anointeth my head with oil. Your head shall be anointed with oil. It shall be. If you are in this church, you shall be anointed. You will become an anointed person. You will become an anointed person. You will become. You will have it. You will have it. You will know what to do. You will know how to do it. You know when to do it. You will get it right. You will get everything about you right. Because you've been anointed. Because you've been anointed. You've been anointed. You won't try. You won't try. You won't try and catch men with makeup in the corner of your eye. <laughs> no, if you have makeup in your face, I haven't seen it. If I've seen it, you know I like you. It's not a problem. Next week, wear it. Okay, wear it. So I can even call you and say, this is the one I'm talking about. This one. Be anointed with oil. Amen. Your head shall never lack oil. Amen. You shall be the most oiled member of your family. Amen. And the most oiled person of your class. Amen. And the most oiled person of your workplace. Amen. You shall be super anointed. Amen. Receive supernatural deposits into your life. Amen. Stand to your feet and thank God for this afternoon. Wow, pray for yourself. Pray, pray that Lord you be anointed. Lord, may I be anointed. Ask God for the anointed. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the anointed Holy Spirit. You will have it. That you will have it. That you will have it in your life. That you will have it in your life. That you will have it in your life. Pray for it. Pray for it. Ask God. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Ask him. Ask God for it. Ask God for it. Ask God. Makatata, Labra Diba, Shunda Labra, Diba Kappa, Sebasta, Maliba. You're praying like you don't want it. You're asking like you don't want it. You're asking like you're not sure. 
praying. He will give it to you. He will. He will. He will. He will. He will. He will. You will. You will become anointed. You will. You will. You will. You will. You will. You will. Ask him. Ask him. Ask God for the anointed. For the the Lord may become an anointed person. May I be an anointed person. May I be filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the anointing of God, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord. Malamata labla dibahata labla dibakapa labahata. Lebredesh teyeke. Steyeke. 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 Mazito labla dibazita labla dibahapa. Makolete. Malimevi. Yay. Yay. Mahanda laba dibakapa laba diba laba dibatasta. Lebredosh teyata. Steyata. Steyata. Shadid yado sanda labra di bekebeleberi di kastayata kastayata mazide lede ladomia ladomia makibata malemata labra di balaba doba laba di balaba daba doba shada laba di balaba daba stikaya la kozingo tatala dadi bando yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Everybody pray. Pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. My Lord. Lord. Lord, I want it. Lord, I need it. Lord, I want to be anointed. Mahanda Labahaya. Makilia Doshenge Lebredi Bastonda Lebrediste. Lebrediste Yande. Stay on the lava. Stay on the lava. Stay on the lava. Stay on the lava. Maku flamidas toyada. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Malama de labra diba kaba lava diba konda lava diba daba diba doba lava daba diba doba shaba. Elaborosh te kete. Stekema labrando labradi bakaba laba diba laba diba laba diba laba daba daba doba Pado laba deba Pado laba deba Pado laba deba Makata lata Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Mashanda lapaya Yes let the hungry pray Those who are hungry for it pray for it Ask for it Ask for it Ask for it Makabata 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 Mazido Lava Labadebe 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 Mahanda Lava Diva Lava Diva Koba Lava Diva Lava Dava Dava Daskaya Shato Labra Diva Kapa Labra Diste Makilia Dosh Tarande Dosh Tarande Dosh Tarande Dosh Tarande Dosh Tarande Dosh talande, dosh talande, dosh talande. Ma kalaba daba diba laba diba laba daba laba daba daba diba kaba laba. Lebredish tamalia. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your sweet presence, Lord. Thank you for your sweet presence. Thank you for your sweet presence.
Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, Lord. That where you are, as our shepherd, where you have given us shepherds, you anoint us with oil. Father, anoint us once again. Anoint us once again. Give us understanding. Give us wisdom. Give us strength. Give us counsel. Give us, oh God, give us power. Power, Lord. Power to overcome and to do your work, Lord. Give us the abilities that we don't have. The abilities to function in your house and in your church, Lord. Give us that ability, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us to stay faithful and to remain faithful to your calling and to your work, Lord. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that you give to us freely. We ask once again, we ask once again for the Holy Spirit, Lord. For the Holy Spirit to come upon us and to come upon our lives. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray with you. You're here this afternoon. Maybe somebody invited you for the first time. Or you've been coming to church, but deep in your heart, you feel far from God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray with you. You want to say, that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a serious Christian. I want to be serious with God. I've not been serious with God. I want to be serious with God. Pastor, please pray with me. I used to go to church, but I've backslidden. Oh, I'm here. I've been coming around, but I know my relationship with God is not strong. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you're here like that, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. I want to just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. Just your right hand, very quickly, and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. I can see the hand there. God bless you. I can see all those hands. You want to join in as well. Today is your day. You'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Forget about your friend. Forget about anybody. Don't think about anybody. This is your chance. Make that decision for yourself today. Pastor, I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus. I need a relationship with God. Just your right hand, and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. If I have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat and come to me. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want me to pray with you. I want to come. You are just coming for me to pray with you. So come. 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 If your friend wants to come, you can walk with your friend and come very quickly. Let's be quick. Come. You want to give your life to Jesus today. Come. Yes. Come to Jesus this afternoon. Yes, sing it just as I am. Just as I am without one plea. But that thy blood. I'm waiting for you. You want to come? Come right now. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. Come now. for you. We are singing it one more time. As I wait for you, maybe you want to come. Come right now. Come. 
want to give your life to Jesus. Your soul, your soul to be saved. Yes, Lord. with me everybody let's say this prayer together it's still not too late to come you can join us now you are wondering you are debating you are questioning yourself it's just the love of God that keeps prompting you you can still join us you can come you can come you can walk quietly as we are about to start praying walk quietly and join us so that you are sure that you went and you gave your life to Jesus come if you want to come come right now come Come. Bow your heads with me. Let's say this prayer. It's not late. You can still come. It is late when you drop dead. Then it is too late. And as you don't know when that day will be, it's better to come now and be sure than regret and repent one day. So before we pray, I feel if there's someone here you would like to come, just join us right now. Just come. Don't, don't, waste, don't waste your life come to God. It's the love of God. It's God that is drawing you. It's not a punishment. It's God's love that is drawing you. Let's bow our heads and pray. You can even ask your friend to come with you. You can come. You've you've walked with friends to nightclubs before. Haven't you? Look at me, everybody. Haven't you walked with friends to bad places before? So you can walk with them to salvation. With salvation. If you feel your friend is debating take your friend by the hand and walk with your friend to salvation to salvation today to salvation don't waste don't waste your life don't waste your time god god is beckoning you god is calling you come come don't waste it don't waste it don't waste it don't be shy don't let shyness you know keep you away from the lord there's no point God bless you. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Those of you in front, say this prayer meaningfully. The whole church, join us as we say this prayer together. Say this. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins please wash me with the blood of Jesus say from today I will live for you I will obey you say Lord Jesus say Lord Jesus come into my heart come into my life be the Lord of my life say thank you Father for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Say, please, Lord, write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for all these precious ones. May they be rooted, grounded, established in your house. Thank you for a blessed opportunity to serve you and to come to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow.
clap for them. Congratulations. You're safe. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. God bless you. God bless you. Today when you go home, you can do, gosh, the pastor, the pastor shook my hands. Congratulations. 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 Gosh. God bless you all. Thank you for coming. And you have a church and you have a pastor. You shall be anointed. It shall be well with you. So see you again next Sunday. God bless you. Please go back to your seats. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. God bless you. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. You want to come to the Lord's table. Want to receive communion. God will change your life from this communion. God will heal your life. God will bless your life. Something good is about to be deposited in your life today. This communion, the Lord's body and the Lord's blood. For when you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, I dwell in you and you dwell in me. Wow, what a blessing. Healing is coming into your life. Confusion is about to be evicted from your life. Healing is coming. Strength is coming. The power of God is coming into your life. On a hill far away. Jesus, heal your people. Stood and know. Yes. Ragged cross. Solve every problem. Every problem represented here shall be solved this afternoon. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. And I love. Yes, take your time. Yes, Lord. Where the dearest and best Mm. for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross. Today many of you will experience the power of God. The power of God. The power of God. Struggles are being terminated. Struggles. Addictions are being broken. Yes. Yes. By the power of God. By the power of God. By the power of God. And exchange it someday for a crown. Yep. Thank you. Sing it. Sing it. Yes, Lord. Far away. Jesus, we thank you. And I love that old cross with a dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was
take place let curses be removed Lord let the captives be set free Lord let there be a termination of every form of struggle physical and spiritual may it be terminated this afternoon in the name of Jesus Lord let peace descend into our lives and into our hearts today I declare a blessing over every bread and over every wine, Lord. I declare, Lord, as we eat it and we drink it, we drink health, we drink prosperity, we eat strength, we eat strength, we eat strength. It displaces every presence of sickness, every presence of disease, every chronic situation, Lord. Is changed in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we eat it. Thank you, Father, for your great blessing and your great mercy. The body of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ, eat it. Strength comes into your body. Healing enters your body. Believe it, it's your portion. It's your portion, believe it. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. The person who has never passed an exam has become the head and the best from this afternoon. Christ and the power of God has taken over your intelligence. Your intelligence shall be superior. You shall do well where you have failed. In the name of Jesus. You shall be a child of God. Now he dwells in you. And you dwell in him. When we see you. You shall be a testimony. Your life is a testimony. To the glory of God. 
the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ drink it and receive your healing you shall no longer fail you shall no longer abort any good thing every good thing in your life shall bear good fruits nothing good about you shall be terminated nothing good in your life shall be aborted the dream and the purpose of God concerning your life shall never be destroyed the devourer is cursed this afternoon you are blessed with a blessing you are blessed with a blessing you shall flourish you shall do well you shall excel you shall bear fruit in your season it shall be well with you and you shall be counted amongst the anointed in the name of Christ Jesus I pray and the saints of God said their best amen. amen